0: Hey there, it's Coach Kim, and this is a Total Female Hockey Podcast, where we're going to help players, coaches, and teams take their game to the next level. Let's make some magic happen. Hey there, it's Coach Kim, and this episode is a must-listen for every coach, player, and parent out there. We're going to talk about owning your role in the big game. Lots of big tournaments coming up, playoffs, provincial championships, national championships, lots of big games where everybody wants the ice time. Every goalie wants to be in there for the gold medal game. Every forward wants to score that game winner. Every D wants to be out there to make that big block uh, to preserve the one goal lead late in the game. We all want to be in that moment, but we're not always going to be the one that the coach calls on in those big moments. So how do we deal with that? And My good friend, Sammy Jo Small, she's written a great book about her experience being the goalie for Team Canada and being in a bunch of different roles. And she tells a great story about when she was at the Olympics and she wasn't chosen as the starting goalie for the gold medal game. And she goes through in detail how that affected her, the things that she did. It's a really great read, so I recommend it highly. But her quote that she shares there is really, really critical and what I want to share today You can't always choose your role, but you can always choose how you play it. Let me say that again. You can't always choose your role, but you can always choose how you play it. Sometimes you're having the game of your life and you get to go out there every other shift. Sometimes you just can't make a pass or you're giving off crazy rebounds or you just can't hit the net with your shot. And you end up not getting to be out on the ice in those key moments. No one really wants to be on the bench when it matters. Now, some players, a little bit younger, maybe playing at lower levels, they might shy away from those opportunities to be in the spotlight. They might not want to be the D that goes out to preserve the lead or the forward who's counted upon to score the goal, or maybe even the goalie to play in that championship game because they just don't have the confidence yet. But a majority of players, especially as you move up in levels and in age groups, they want to want to be the one who's on the ice in those big moments. They want to be there making a difference. And that's not something that's in your control. Now, your your play leading up to that moment, leading up to that coach's decision is absolutely within your control. So if you're having a great game or you've you know really, really improved over the last couple months or you practice shootouts at practice and you were scoring every single time you, you went or you're the goalie and you were making every single save, yeah, you might get called upon to have that big moment based on your performance in the past. You have control over that, but you don't have control over how the coach picks the lines or the d pair they de- decide to throw out at the end of the game or which goalie gets the big start. You just don't have control over that. And we've talked many, many times before on this podcast about controlling the things you can control and focusing on what you can't control gets you nowhere fast. This is especially important as we get into playoffs, you know, play downs here in Ontario, provincial championships here in Ontario, or those of you listening all over the place, just big games, big moments, end of the season stuff. You got to remember success in playoffs is all about team. Well, success all the time is all about team. If you're really worried about, you know, your, uh, what you're giving in those games and how it's all about you, then you probably should have played like tennis or golf We know in hockey, success is all about a team. There's not just one player who can go and do everything. Sure, you might have a player who scores a lot of goals, carries the puck a lot, but they can't save the puck. They're probably not stopping everybody on the one-on-ones. So it always takes more than one player to make those big moments happen as a team. And on any given team every single player has a different role. We're all different pieces of the puzzle. You might be great at poundly killing someone else, might be great on the power play. You might be a shutdown defender and your D partner might be a rushing D. You might have a forward line who's great at shutting down the other team and creating chaos and giving your team time in the other end of the ice, but they might not be the ones that score a lot of the goals. It might be the next line out who's counted on for those opportunities. Now, those roles can change game to game, period to period, even shift to shift. In order to win when it matters, every player has to buy in to playing their role on that day to the best of their ability. And sometimes it's not the role you want. And you may not get the opportunity you want in those big moments. I'm going to share a story with you guys. It's actually not about ice time, but my third year at university, I played at Dartmouth College, Division I College Hockey. We were ranked number one in the country. For most of the season so we went into the first ever frozen four for the women ranked number one in the country and there's a lot of cool things that go along with that you know the plane rides and the trips and you know the the signs everywhere it was in minnesota and that's a huge hockey community it had a lot of great buzz around it and we were ranked number one so of course we had a little bit of swagger and at that time i was leading the team in scoring i wasn't running away with the scoring lead i, I think i had 37 points and the next closest person had 35 and then somebody had 34 and Someone else had 30. So there was a bunch of us who were definitely putting pucks in the net and getting assists. And we had a media day. I think it was the day before our first game, might have been two days before. And, you know, a little bit of ego in me, a little bit of confidence in me said, Oh, I'll probably get to talk on media day because I'm the leading scorer of this team. I didn't, I wasn't like losing sleep over it, but I just thought, Hey, it's likely I'm going to get that shot. And I didn't get that shot. And I remember sort of seeing the list of people who were going to get to talk and not seeing my name on it. And I was mad. I mean, obviously, I like to talk. You guys are listening to this podcast. Um, I thought maybe I had something good to say. But either way, in that moment, when that decision was made, or when I saw, you know, the list of who got to speak, I wasn't the one who was picked. And it stung a little bit. And in that moment, I had to make a choice. All my teammates are around. We're all together. I could have chosen to be mad I could have gone to my best friend in the corner and said, oh, this is not cool. I definitely should be talking. I'm leading the team in scoring. I could have talked to other girls on the team and said, yeah, we we definitely should be out there. I don't know why they picked Sally to talk. I mean, we definitely should be the ones on the mic giving the interviews. Of course, I didn't choose to do that. I chose to be psyched for the girls who got that opportunity and, you know, talk to them about what they were going to say because they were nervous and... I just decided in that moment to be a great teammate because I knew if in that moment I chose to be negative, I chose to have bad body language, I chose to bring the team down, that it wasn't going to help me. It wasn't going to help them. It wasn't going to help our team succeed the next day if I brought drama in that moment. And so I just decided hey, let's be happy and enjoy this moment. And again, our speaking at media day had nothing to do with who is going to start the game or who is going to get a lot of ice time the next day, but still, those moments happen all the time where we don't get picked, and we always have a choice on how we want to own that role in that moment. So it's a hard thing to do. I get that. And no matter what your role is, you've got to support your teammates, and you've got to trust that they're going to support you. If you're the one who's going out every other shift in that big game, for whatever reason, the coach, coach made that decision, you want to know that your teammates are cheering for you back on the bench and not talking behind your back about how they should be there out there instead of you. Now, they might be thinking that. They might talk to their teammate about it on the ride home. They might talk to their parents about it the next day, about how they should have been out there instead of you. Again, you don't have any control over that. But you would hope that your teammates in that moment would be supportive just like she's going to hope the next time when she gets that opportunity that you're being supportive. So it's treating other people how you'd like to be treated. That just might not be your role on the given day. So remember, at some point, the roles are going to be reversed. You're going to be on the bench in one game and your teammate's going to get that shot to win it all or make the big save or make the big stop or score that goal. So How are you going to react? That's your choice you have. You choose how to play your role in that moment. What are you going to choose? If you're the one who's maybe not getting the ice time you want, and you choose to pout on the bench and whisper to your teammates about how you should be out there instead of so-and-so, you've made a choice. Chances are your coach is going to see that choice and not be very happy about it. I definitely would be upset about that as a coach. I don't know that I would always notice it. I probably noticed it more... When I was starting, my coaching career I was more sensitive to that. Now I'd probably just be so engrossed in the game that I wouldn't have time to pay attention to the drama on the bench. But coaches are going to notice when you have bad body language, certainly if you say something negative in that moment, and that's going to hamper your ability to get your chance in those big moments in the future, no matter how good you are on the ice. They might say, oh, well, last time when Sally didn't get to go out, she had a little temper tantrum on the bench. Maybe she doesn't get to go out the next time. Um so you're allowed to be angry and frustrated. You're, you're allowed to want to be the one on the ice, of course, but you just can't show it. You can't show it to your teammates. You can't show it to your coach. You shouldn't show it to yourself. And even though it might be tearing you up inside, your role on that day for those last few minutes of the game, for that last period, or if you don't get the start in the gold medal game like Sammy and you're the backup goalie in that, that big moment, your role... Is to cheer on your teammates and be an awesome teammate and do whatever you can from that bench to support them. You've got to make a very conscious effort not to complain and not to show your frustra- frustration. And if you are a great teammate in those moments and you kind of pretend that it doesn't phase you, even though you're really mad, the coaches are going to notice that too. They're going to see that you bought into the team concept and that you've chosen to do whatever it takes to succeed and. And maybe they even reward you for it. I remember being at the World Championships with Iceland a couple months ago. might have been a month ago. Time flies when it's getting close to playoff time. And there were a couple players who didn't get maybe the ice time they wanted in in some of the games leading up to uh, our final game, which, you know, we won by quite a bit, so everyone got a little bit more ice time. And I was really impressed with the way that they supported the team, even though they weren't getting the ice time that they wanted. And I told them that. And coaches, if you're listening and you see a player who's really taking it well and really going above and beyond in terms of supporting her teammates when she doesn't get that shot, call, call her out for it in a good way. Praise her for that. Maybe even praise her in front of the whole team. I think it means a lot. I've been that player who didn't get to go out in the key point parts of the game and you really are kind of faking it and cheering them on. And you, you want them to win. You want them to do well, but inside you're, you're kind of mad. Uh, but you really put on a brave face and you really cheer them on. And it means a lot to the players in that moment to be told, Hey, that was awesome how you really supported them. I know you wanted to be out there, but we really appreciate it as a team. It made a difference. Um, that's really going to pump that player's tires, and when they get the opportunity, the next time, next year, next shift, next game, to be that person, I mean, they're just going to be flying. So that's really, really critical, and again, the coaches are going to notice your team-first attitude. It might even be the thing that earns you an opportunity the next time. It just says a lot about you as a player and a person, how you deal with these moments, whether you're the one who gets to go out, right, right? Don't be a jerk if you're the one who gets to go out all the time and talk badly about your teammates who didn't get that moment. I think that's a given, right? If you get chosen, you get the great opportunity. You've got to be a great teammate to everybody else, knowing that they really wanted to be out there. But the flip side, of course, is true. If you don't get that opportunity, you've got to do your best to be a great teammate and cheer everybody on and make the team better. Remember, as you get into playoffs, stakes just get higher. Everyone's a little bit more stressed, everybody wants that opportunity. Remember the quote, you can't always choose your role, but you can always choose how you play it. And I'd love it if you could pass this message along. It's a quick listen. We're probably going to be under 15 minutes here on this podcast episode. Send it out to everybody on your team, send it to your fellow coaches, send it to some players you know from hockey camps or tournaments or, you know, anyone who could benefit from this message because it's really, really important. To control what you can control and to play your role to the best of your ability and to own that role. People notice it matters and will definitely impact your ability to get those opportunities in the future. So, you know, I'd love you to pass this message along. Please go and and give us a, a rate, you know, high rating on the podcast, whatever listening device you're on or whatever podcast broadcaster you're listening to us on. Uh, we really love it. I love your feedback. I've got a lot of great feedback, uh, from the last episode where I went through a bazillion motivational quotes, uh, that one's got a lot of listens. So if you haven't listened to it yet, I think it's uh, the last episode, top 15 motivational quotes kind of goes along with this one, uh, getting you pumped up and fired up for playoff time. So thanks again for listening. Keep working hard and dreaming big. And Remember, you always have control over how you play your role. It's so important to yourself as an individual. It's so important to your team. It will drive your success in playoffs. It will drive your success in life.